is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, y'all. We are live. Allison Crow here, your favorite life and business coach. And this is live recording of the Better Life, Better Work show, where more is not necessarily better. But better is always better. Today, we are going to talk about being a soulful CEO. For those of you that don't know, my organization is called Soul-Full Living. My membership program is called Soul-Full Success. And I work with soul-full CEOs. And so today I want to share a little bit about what some of my team members and clients, what they define soulful success or soulful CEOs as. And then I want to share some elements that I have written down for you about being a soulful CEO. And so first, before I get into my like official stuff, yes, I even took notes and really prepared for this because I wanted to think through these elements because I live these elements. So first, I want to share with you what my team members say. And also, let me pull this up on my phone because I tried to pull it up on my computer and my computer is playing slow with me today. So this is fun. Um, The first one is from Elise Rich. Elise is a famous DJ who I have the luxury of having as my sound producer. And she and her wife, Maria, are the holders of my heart. They hold my spirit and my energy um, and my mojo. And Elise says, I've been working with Elise on and off for a long time, uh, four or five years Elise says, to me, a soulful CEO is a beingness, a depth to decisions with reflections as you take action towards the bigger picture directions which lead to growth. Business grounded in love. And then she says, I love how she adds music. Think, feel, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Stacy Harris, my marketing director, says, for me, it's about a whole person, all the parts of ourselves and the way we lead, including the way we lead ourselves, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Definitely love that. Self-leadership is a huge part of being a soulful CEO. And as a CEO, that's normally a position in a company. But a soulful CEO certainly takes self-leadership seriously, and the CEO-ness is not just positional. Callie, my chief copywriter and content producer, says, ooh, this is a good question. For me, it means leading from humanness, intention and intuition, and not the shoulds, have-tos, or the cookie-cutter plans. And then I want to share with you what some of my clients say. 
my client Michelle says, to the essence of the difference would be how committed one is to making decisions and choices based on a soul level. Fulfillment, consciousness, alignment with their soul is where decisions would be based from. A non-soulful CEO might base decisions based on profit and growth alone. My client Marcia says, for me, it taps into my heart and wisdom and inspired action that is aware of profit and resources, but service and truth is her main focus, not survival. She is high vibrational and higher perspective and compassionate. She is about supporting other businesses and other soulful CEOs. She follows through on her wisdom and is unconcerned with trends or others' opinions, although she has vulnerability as a superpower. She flows with divine timing and conscious creation and awareness. She has a sense of humor, play, lightness, and presence. A beacon for others by example and generous. She is down to earth and an everyday mystic. I've got one more from my client, Ellen Watkins. I love this one from Ellen. Ellen's been in a couple of my programs and she is a former corporate project manager. Um, so she says, after working on corporate F500, Fortune 500 and Fortune 100 companies, it is the difference between a CEO who is people focused versus one who is only numbers focused. There are so many decisions based on numbers alone, but then the business suffers and the people in it on so many levels, not just financially. Business and soulful CEOs know the numbers, but there is heart in their decisions and guidance. It is not only by the numbers. In the end, these are the businesses that thrive and make it through the tough times even stronger than before. So I want to thank my team and some of my clients for sharing their thoughts. And now I'm going to share mine. So first, I want to talk about the word soulful. Soul-full, F-U-L-L. So it is hyphenated and misspelled for emphasis on purpose. This is about what fills your soul. And my quest and my story with this began as I began to experience success. I began to do all the things. I began to rise in my company. I began to create monetary success. And my soul began to get thirsty. I had all the things I wanted on the outside and my soul began to get thirsty and I was being asked to do a few things that were out of alignment with my personal and integrous values. So the second thing I believe that contributes to this is your soul. To me, spirit is the divine that lives in our bodies and our soul is our unique individual personality expression of our spiritual being and our, um, it includes our personality, it, inc it includes our soul's purpose, whether that's specific or general. But our, our, the word soul to me means unique and individual expression of your being. And then the third thing about soul is, and the word soulful, is just as important as profit are integrity and alignment with your core values. And I don't mean creating core values as a marketing ploy for your company. I mean 
figuring out, as we did in episode number 98, combining the identity of the individual who is the owner and CEO of your business with the identity of the business. So the individual has values and they have to be, they don't have to be the same, but they have to be in in alignment with the values. And there's often a lot of overlap. We talk about this in um, being a soulful CEO for sustainable success. And so uh, being in an integrity, being in alignment with your core values. There are a lot of things in the business world that are great. And there are a lot of things that are not so great. There's a lot of ways of behaving, becoming, believing, be selling that not be good, not to be in alignment with your values. So we always want to be in alignment with our core values. And I find that when a client is feeling off, discouraged, frustrated, broke, there is something out of alignment in one of their core values. So that's the soulful aspect. And now I want to switch over to the business aspect. Before I do, I work with two kinds of people. I work with super high achievers, multi-six-figure business owners who have achieved a level of either corporate or entrepreneurial, self-employed, independent contractor success and are burning out or losing their soul and their vitality from the grind. And I teach them how to bring soulful success into their life with the skills that they know from business. And then I work with soulful people who don't really have a lot of exposure to business skills. So they're very successful soulfully. They tend to be overgivers, very loving, kind, wonderful, well-meaning people who live in integrity and just need to learn some of the aspects of business. So the first one, the soulful people that are in business and what I have found over the last 16 years, 16 years in business, 14 years coaching, the last 10 for sure online and around the world, soulful people have often been either not exposed to traditional business models or they have been hurt and confused by traditional business models. And once they are hurt and confused and decide to leave the corporate or traditional business world, their pendulum swings way away from that. They, um, so you might hear things like, I hate sales. Um, I don't do all that formulaic bullshit. Um, you know, I don't want to call it lead generation. A lot of it is hating sales, right? And so I see a lot of people think that if you build the business, it will come. And so if you just go out there and, and say, I'm going to do this, and they're really disappointed because they, ha- they have felt oobed out, um, broken, hurt, confused by traditional business skills and mindsets and thoughts. So soulful CEOs reclaim and value effective business strategy and skills with discernment. They reclaim them. I love sales. I love marketing. I love selling. I love enrollment conversations. I love strategizing. I love hiring. I love planning. I love executing. I love doing the boring everyday stuff. 
I am all for soulful people using super skilled, skillful strategies and systems and techniques to build your business. And yes, some of those you can make up, but I think too often we abandon things that work because someone who was an asshole worked them on us. And so we may lose sight of the fact that there are soulful ways to execute skills and strategies that absolutely are effective and supportive in creating profitable and sustainable ongoing business. Um, Things I'm talking about, sales, lead generation. It's so funny how we can get so triggered by words, right? Even the word CEO, some of my clients are like, ah, CEO, I want to be called something different. That is fine. And for me, I did exactly what we're talking about. I freaked out and was like, I need as far away from this business stuff. And at one point, I remember talking to my coach and saying, I think I just want to do life coaching. And I started to move in that direction. And then I realized I am born for this. I love this. It is stimulating. I love learning it. I have some natural gifts at it. I have a lot of learned gifts at it. I love business strategy. And so combining business strategy, logistic, strategic, with soulful and mystic has been the secret sauce for me, not only of joy, but of profitability. And so things like sales, lead generation, the word database or list. I don't care if you call it your address book, but we all need a list of opt-in people that opt in themselves. We need to have a container that holds the contact information for our clients. Uh, Profit, money. (laughs) Okay, my second thing on the business side of soulful CEOs is soulful CEOs are willing to stretch themselves and grow um, both as spiritual beings and human leaders and as business owners. Spiritual beings, human leaders, and business owners, which means being willing to learn some things that may not be comfortable to you, right? And so some of my, my um, soulful people need to learn business strategies and skills, and it feels awkward. And sometimes my highly successful business strategist, self-employed people need to learn how, they need to learn soulful skills. They need to learn self-care. They need to learn to slow it down, They also do not bypass with spirituality or flimsy boundaries. They're willing to learn to do hard things. Soulful CEOs do not need everything to be easy. Of course, they enjoy it when it is. A few years ago, I took the word ease out of my to feel list. My need for things to be easy instead of soulfully confront what was challenging or difficult held me back. And if you are not yet ready to promote yourself to CEO, that's very likely what it is. Uh, The next one, soulful CEOs pay attention to profit and financial integrity. They do not do money on a wing and a prayer. They pay attention to not only their profit, their revenue, their spending, but also their civic 
and spiritual responsibilities to make, earn, distribute, make, earn, spend, and distribute income and wealth from a soulful perspective, including giving back to social causes aligned with their values. Soulful CEOs, yes, they want to have a better life and a better business. And they use that better life and better business to create a better world. Sometimes it's through offerings and other times they have offerings that create substantial revenue and profit. And part of that profit goes back into contributing to um, societal causes to political causes, to social causes, to justice causes, to animal rescue, to Black Lives Matter, to um, whatever it is that you think will make a better world. Soulful, number three, soulful CEOs know that success is more than your financial P&L, profit and loss. Soulful success is a multi-faceted diamond. The symbol that I, it's interesting, I'm wearing, I know you're on the podcast and can't see, but if you're watching on the video, a long time ago, my husband bought me this seed of life charm and necklace. And I've been wearing it for a while. And all of a sudden I realized it was the seed of life. And I am using a six leaf seed of life as the symbol for my program, Soulful Success. And then the seed of life has multiple of the flowers in it. And um, when I discuss with my clients, the elements of soulful success, we talk about that it is multifaceted. It, it can be complicated to the naked, naked or uncurious eye or heart, but if you open your head and your mind and you begin to walk the journey, you will see that all the pieces and all the elements, even though they are multi-layered and continually going in a, a spiral, that they connect with each other. They make sense once you start walking. They may not make sense if you're not walking the journey. If you're just looking, it's not going to make sense. But what you once you start, it starts making sense. So soulful CEOs know that their emotional profit and loss matters. <laughs> they know that their physical profit and loss matters. They, excuse me, they know that their rest and recreational profit and loss matters. They know that their family and community and relationship profit and losses matter, even in business. And they know that their spiritual and soulful um, profit and loss matter. So, so like Ellen said, it is not just numbers based. Many, many, many of my already successful CEOs who want to become soulfully successful have like one of them said to me this week in our mastermind uh, in the spark and hustle high-end mastermind, she was like, I have no problem making money. I got money coming out my ass. I just need to learn to slow down. I need to learn to what to say yes and what to say no to. And some of my CEOs say like, Oh my God, I'm serving the wrong people. I need that serving these people in this way is sucking my soul dry. And it's not that they're bad people, but her soul is aligned for something else. So again, it's not just your emotional PL. One of my colleagues, um, Hank Avey calls it, he calls it net life. So not just net 
profit, <laughs> which I love a net profit. It's super fun. But net life, net life. And a, a, one of the things I noticed back when I was working with the real estate company, and I don't know anything about them now, um, but one of the things I noticed behind the scenes was that a lot of people who were rewarded for their net performance on stage didn't always and very often were suffocating as far as their emotional, familial, health, PL, all the other side, right? And so we are working towards a more holistic view of success and running companies. And I do believe that we can be holistic without. So on the other end of the spectrum are many, not all, but many nonprofit organizations are suffering. They are full of soul, but they have the martyr mentality. They have the scarcity mentality. They see everything as an impossible hill to climb. They have a broke ass mentality. And so they stay broke ass. Nonprofit does not have to mean non-financially viable, right? So we can be soulful and we can be a legit business company. Um, so those are some of the things I wanted to share with you about being a soulful CEO. And I'll tell you, I have been self-employed for a long time. And only in the last year did I decide to give myself an emotional, mental, and leadership upgrade to CEO. Uh, I still feel weird about calling myself an entrepreneur. I think of myself as self-employed, but I actually have a company. I've had a company for a long time. I actually have a team. I have a staff. I have clients. I have systems. I have money processes. I have processes. I have impact. I give back. And it, it, all, it is all still growing. And so I want to encourage you, if you are out there and you are a bootstrapping entrepreneur, company of one, I want you to consider what it would be like to emotionally mentally and physically and financially upgrade to being a soulful CEO, a chief executive officer of your organization. It doesn't mean that you're just playing golf, delegating everything. You still get to be in your business um, and you delegate the things that aren't your genius. You work from a heart and you profit deliciously, and you contribute back to your clients, your staff, your family, your community around you. So that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for spending time with you. Thanks to you guys who are live here with me. And um, let me think what's coming up in the world. This will come out towards the end of July, and I am getting together with my chief operations officer, Amber at the end of the month, even in the middle of this crazy move. Yes, my husband and I are moving. Our house goes on the market tomorrow. Hopefully, wouldn't it be fun if by the time this went live, our house was already under contract? Um, everything is working perfectly with the move. And Amber and I are going to be getting together at the end of the month. And we are putting something together for you. I'm going to be putting together a training a workshop. I don't want to call it a masterclass, um, but we're going to put together a workshop for you on 
being a soulful CEO. And so I'm going to share with you guys the seed of soulful success, which already exists. So I'm going to, we're going to re-record that. We're going to remap it out. We're going to update it because I originally wrote the seed of soulful success. Uh, right now it's only available to my member clients and we're going to, we're going to update that. And then we're going to add some soulful CEO elements. And I am going to create this workshop class just for you. Um, so that is going to be coming in August. We will have the doors opening to soulful success. This is my coaching membership program. This is fun. I got a message from somebody today. She is a high achieving coach. Uh, right now, the price is $222. She's known me for years and she just got in and she was like, why did I wait? This is the best $222 I've ever spent. Um, just because it's $222 does not mean it's an entry level program. Hear me? Most of my members are growth and achievement clients. There are a handful that are newer. There are a handful that hang out until they know what they want to do because they want to be surrounded by amazing people. There is an amazing community. So that will be opening. I don't have a date right now. I'm sure I have a date somewhere. It's in my systems. My team knows what it is. We'll figure it out. So that is going to be opening. And when it opens the next time, that will be the last time that it will open at 2.22. When the weather changes in the fall and the first cool, crisp fall comes into Austin, Texas, we will reopen again for the fall. So we're going to have a summer opening. The summer opening is the last time the fee will be $222. When we open in the fall, the fee will be $333. And so you can join by locking in your price now. If you want to do that, go to coachwithallison.com and get on the wait list. Get on the wait list. Because sometime between now and the middle of August, we are going to be opening the doors at that 222 for the very last time. So I wanted to be sure to tell you about that. I love people who make a decision, who write it down, who set reminders, and who jump when things are offered. None of this, I don't know, I don't if you're an I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, you're a no. All right, you guys, I love you. It's three o'clock recording here on Thursday afternoon. I'm going to go pour myself a good old glass of box reds in. And tomorrow my house goes on the market. We are out of option on the house that we are buying. Clap, clap, clap. Move into the lake. Move into the lake. Love you guys. So appreciate you. Life is good. Even though life is hard, life is good. Remember that. Peace out. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.